Good morning to all you beautiful motherfucking people. Today, we're gonna dig into some fucking depth. Today's topic is, who the fuck are you? And all of the beautiful layers to you. You know, when, uh, doesn't matter how you live life, doesn't matter anything. What matters is, is... You go through life, you have beliefs, you have faith, you have ideas, you have thoughts, emotions, all kinds of different things. It's what everybody collectively calls the life experience. You have choices throughout the day to make, whether they benefit your work life, your personal life, even right down to what kind of clothes do you wear? You know, how, how, one would think, how the fuck does the choice of what clothes to wear is going to benefit your future in 10 years, even tomorrow? All that is, is literally just a layer of you. Today, we're going to dig into the multi-dimensional you. No, it's not as, as scientifically mathematical and all of that, that to which the word sounds. You know, we, we all have words that kind of trigger innate responses with, within us. Uh, to my best understanding and my personal experience, it's things that, no matter the trigger, whether it makes you feel good, whether it makes you feel happy, whether it makes you feel sad, the part of understanding who you are is understanding where those emotions come from. And... The, are, are they in control or are they in control of you? You know, so when you start looking at life as a multi-dimensional layer of you, okay, we're going to look at the, the layers of, of you, not necessarily spirit realms and ghosts and angels and demons. And I mean, don't get me wrong, all that is connected into it, but it's the layers of you. Uh, I'll use myself as an example. I've lived my life. The first, I say the first part of it, like I know, you know, this is the third quarter and it's fucking fourth and down and oh my God, if we don't get it, I'm going to fucking die. Game over. Now it ain't nothing like that. Uh, for a good majority, that's a better way to put it. The good majority of my life, I was afraid of going to hell. You know, afraid of, of demons and evil feelings and all of that negative, dark, biblical stuff. And I was also, I didn't believe in God necessarily. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, if I have a fear of hell and demons and negative, then obviously there is a, the opposite of that spectrum, which is God and angels and miracles. Um... Understanding, and when I say understanding, I mean literally, this is like not even two years ago. I had to dig within myself to understand that I didn't believe in God. And it made no sense to me because literally, I, uh, now I'm not saying God doesn't exist. Because I will personally say right now to my entire audience and to this entire fucking world, not that I have to explain myself, but for this 
this uh, episode, I do believe in God. I, I do believe there is a higher power. And I personally believe that whatever you call that higher power, that's great. It takes a mass amount of courage to have any form of faith, period. doesn't matter what you call that faith. It takes courage of self to stand for it. So uh, going back to me not believing in God, I, uh, at the time I had recently went through a breakup and prior to that, you know, like I said, I've had major anger, rage issues my entire life. And shortly after the breakup, I had a, I had an experience. It was, it was almost like it was an out of body experience, but I was right there while it was happening. Actually, I had two of them now that I remember the first one. Um, well, fuck it. I'll just say it, you know, because quite frankly, I really don't give a fuck, but it's out of the most love and care. I had a a suicide attempt. I'm not ashamed to admit it in any way, shape or form. I, uh, I found myself sitting at a table and I was really going through some emotions as far as what the thought of actually slitting my throat was going to do. You know, and, and the more I thought about it, the more enticed I wanted to fucking do it. I mean, it, it was very fucking maniacal. Very fucking maniacal. I don't use the word evil because to those that I feel, how do I, well, fuck the outside opinions. I don't use the word evil because I don't necessarily believe in evil. I don't believe in miracles. I, I, I believe in the the core behind those. And so for me, evil does not exist necessarily as the word suggests. Negative, yes, it does exist. And in that moment, man, it was it was fucking dark. You know, it was it was fucking pure, unadulterated, raw, rage, gnarly, fucking just maniacal. And it, it turned into, you know, a lust, if you will. You know, there was a strong desire to complete this action of cutting my throat. I had, uh, I've actually, to explain one of these layers, I have prided myself in becoming quite the uh, expert blade sharpener. I've had a very, very, and this is another level of my multidimensional self, but very, uh, strong love for knives uh, dates back to my early early childhood um, going back into spirituality I truly believe that I've lived on this planet a few different times I have memories of these experiences of other lifetimes and in every memory of these lifetimes that I have I also wielded some form of sharp object some form of blade And so part of this, in this moment of attempted suicide, this blade was extremely fucking sharp. And that's, like I said, another layer because to be good at anything, it takes practice, it takes knowledge, it takes time, it takes experience. And believe it or not, this sounds so redundant and stupid. I didn't realize this going through the process of learning how to sharpen a blade properly or to my specifications. It it was something that I just at one moment realized, 
oh fuck, I'm pretty goddamn good at this. Oh shit, even though I'll spend time telling you, no matter what you want to do in life, it takes time, experience, effort, you know, patience. Um, but in this moment, this blade was, wow, I mean, you could cut fucking frog hair. That's how sharp this thing was. And I remember in the moment, right before I actually did it, it got very... It, one could almost say that it was like a dream, or in this case, a nightmare. I felt and saw this this great darkness, and I related to it. I felt comforted and scared shitless within its presence. And it's not like it was a shadow or a silhouette sitting in front of me. It was just all about me. Not like it was, you know, pulling my hand or doing anything like that. It was just there. I felt a comfort because for the first time in my life, something, I felt something that actually understood something I had been trying to explain my entire life. I've told people for years, I hate, I have this rage inside of me that is unexplainably Strong, And I would even use the comparison that you think hell is bad, you think the devil's bad. The rage that I have makes that place look like a fucking child's daycare. That's how, how great this rage was within me. Now, of course, you know, like I've said in previous episodes, I have had extensive time digging into the Bible, spending time in church, so on and so forth. And both common, excuse me about that. Both common places of worship, you know, you just your, you know, run of the mill, normal fucking church, as well as what most would consider cult like churches. Very radically forward thinking, very progressive in their faith. So I've had the there's a spectrum of religion. And there were tests. We'll say that. There were tests done <laughs> that I also performed on myself to see if I was like demonically, demonically possessed or anything. Long story short, I was not demonically uh, possessed or oppressed as a lot of religions like to say I was. But in this moment, I felt comforted in the fact that, oh my God, whatever the fuck this is, it's an equal to what I have felt my entire life. I don't have to... Uh, that, that was why I wasn't afraid of it, because, oh my God, I don't have to explain anything. This thing fucking knows what I have felt. So there was a, a familiar to it. But I was also absolutely petrified, because I didn't know what the fuck it was. It scared the living shit out of me. Epically scared the living shit out of me. I ended up uh, stabbing the table three times. And the third time as the knife was through the table, I remember looking up at this very dark, ominous presence. And I voiced these words, you will not win. But with that statement, I felt like it was a lie. Okay, I really felt like it was a fucking lie. And then poof. The lights seemed to get a little bit brighter. Life wasn't so dark. That presence was absolutely gone. I could smell and feel the presence of the camper that I was in. 
I could feel the chill in the air from outside. I could hear the fan of the heater blowing. It was like I was actually back in this life, if you will. That's why I say it was a lot like a dream, nightmare. A few days later, you know, the dream world, a lot of, there was a lot of interpretation about the dream world. Uh, from religious beliefs to, uh, there, I, I believe the earliest report of dream interpretation, and do not quote me on this, but I believe it was 2000 BC. Do not fucking quote me on that. But I believe that was the, uh, and I forget the period. Uh, I know it was uh, Arcadian. Uh, so Middle Eastern or wherever that is really. There was a uh, like a round disc, if you will. And I forget the, the, the philosopher or the scientist or whoever. Whoever actually wrote it. They know who it is and has helped through history, whatever. I don't fucking remember. But that, I believe, was the earliest date of dream interpretation. I mean, you have uh, many accounts across the board. Native American, you have, you know, the, 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 the Christian and Catholicism views on it. You have um, the witches, uh, warlock, the beliefs on dream interpretation. You have all forms of dream interpretation. Uh, but in my personal experience, I am a dream interpreter. I've actually spent years researching dreams, not only from what I could research throughout everything that I could get my hands on, through everything I could find on the internet. I've also used my dream interpretations to uh, not predict the future, but understand myself. And I believe that's where a lot of people are misguided on dream interpretations. They try to have their dreams interpreted to understand a better future. My personal opinion, and I tell everybody that that even remotely comes close to asking me for a dream interpretation, I will flat out fucking tell them and you, whatever is about to be interpreted, yeah, that word, (laughs) it's about you, obviously, but it's another depth of you and it's nothing necessarily to predict a future it's not fortune telling it's literally a deeper level okay we're going with multi-dimensional here it's a deeper level of your understanding that you are not consciously necessarily in tune to and that level of you is trying to reach out to you And it just so happens to be that one of those many ways of that is through dreams. Now, you also have what is called synchronicities. You also have what is called visions, uh, daydreaming, all forms of of ways and platforms that our deeper selves try to get in contact with us. Now, a few days after my suicide attempt, I had another experience. (laughs) I had woken up like I have a handful of times throughout my life, absolutely drenched. I mean, this is no over-exaggeration. If anything, I'm under-exaggerating. It literally felt like somebody took a five-gallon bucket of cold-ass ice water and dumped it all over the fucking bed. I mean, it wasn't just contained to where I was and the sweat, perspiration on my body. It was all over the fucking bed. I mean... (sighs) 
you know, using common sense, obviously I was rolling around the bed, but I had woke up. Water, sweat, everywhere. And I felt this tremendous amount of fear. Going back to my suicide attempt, I felt that ominous presence again. Only this time, I found that my body was acting and I wasn't. You know, it was like I was part of the part of the ride and I was just the witness kind of a deal. I witnessed my body get up, stand up, and basically confront this this dark ominous presence. The only thing was is I could feel it. I couldn't see it. So immediately that told me this thing, this presence was inside of me. It wasn't scary. It was like I knew what to do. So I walked about three foot, which was from the foot or the side of the bed to uh, the door to my right. And I closed the door. I mean, the door was literally open. And I closed that motherfucker when I went to bed. I closed the door. Now, when I closed the door... It was gone. And that's kind of when I, I guess if you will want to say, came to. And that's when I really started, you know, like, what the fuck really just happened? Grabbed a towel. I mean, I've got long hair. It goes down to the middle of my back. I'm six foot, so you can imagine how sexy that is. (laughs) And literally, I grabbed a towel and started, you know, drying out my hair. I mean, it was like I'd just taken a fucking shower and just randomly laid in fucking bed so I started drying my hair took all my clothes off laid them out on the fucking railing and you know I was butt naked out in the middle of nowhere I, I really don't give a fuck my house do what the fuck I want and uh, I walked back in dried off put some clothes on and I'm standing in the middle of this 35 foot well I think it was 30 yeah 30 30 foot camper is uh at the time well my ex-girlfriend's camper and uh I'm standing in the middle, and I'm just trying to run through my head. What the fuck just happened? And it dawned on me. That ominous presence is in me. I didn't just shoo it out the fucking door. It's in me. And that was a very great discovery in my life. That was about a little over a year ago. It was a great discovery because... It really allowed me to dig into the depth of multi-dimensional and what really is inside of us, who I really am. You know, I spent my life avoiding this dark feeling, this negative feeling, and all of a sudden now I've come to the understanding that it's part of me. You know, back a few years ago when I was married, uh, actually it was right after I got married, Uh, My wife and I, we were going through some problems. Uh, My wife and I, we were married for a year, and then we had our first son. Not saying that's right or wrong, but it's prevalent to this understanding of, well, not all the details, but it's one of the details to explain where I was at with this. We were married a year, we had our son, and my son was probably about, yeah, I'd say six months old. So this would put us in, you know, About January, February, March, April-ish. And I was at my brother's house. 
And my brother, when I say my brother, he's not my blood brother. But, I mean, our relationship was fucking stronger than blood. Six foot three, 280 pounds, rock solid, pure cut muscle. I mean, this motherfucker was a badass son of a bitch. We fought constantly. How I honestly lived and survived, I don't fucking know. But, damn it, I did it. We're sitting at a bar one night. And I'm unloading everything, you know, my wife's a bitch this, family man that, blah, 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 blah. And I told him, I said, dude, you know, I'm literally racking my brain as to get rid of shit in my life. You know, I'm facing these demons and I can't fucking get rid of them because I don't fucking know what they are. And he looked at me with the most stone cold killer fucking eyes I've ever seen. And I actually felt solace. I felt comfortable with this very cold look. Because it came from one of the most darkest places within him. It was real. It was relatable. And it was out of pure love. Sometimes. And this was his words. And I'll explain my version of it. He said sometimes... You got to sit down and crack a beer with your demons. Sometimes they got to be your friend. And through the years I've thought about that. And there is a lot of truth to that. When you're born, you have everything you need in life. You know, life doesn't take a house, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a relationship. It doesn't take any of that. Those are things you accumulate along the way. The darkness, okay... When you wake up in the morning, you have the power to choose to be positive, one would say godly, miraculous, or you have the power to choose to be negative, one would say evil, demonic. The choice is ultimately yours. I do believe darkness exists. I do believe miracles happen. But I refuse to blame this negative on some in my personal opinion, human-created devil or demon. And I refuse to give the credit of the miracles of all the things that you hear so great and grand to a God that only exists on fucking paper. Okay, the God that I know, the ultimate power that I know, it's inside of me. Okay, I've read many different doctrines, and they all say a version of the same thing. So it's, in essence, what is truth to you is what it boils down to. If you believe the Christian faith, that's truth to you. If you believe the Buddhist faith, that's truth to you. No one way is the right way. It's just a simplistic fucking way. But they all say the same thing. God dwells within you. I don't believe the bullshit scam of you have to accept Jesus Christ into your heart. Jesus Christ was just a fucking man. Get over your goddamn self. He was a fucking man, just like Buddha was a fucking man, just like every other influential fucking person on this planet that is associated with a, a religion or a philosophical belief. They were just a fucking man going above and beyond the fucking standards to which this world has manipulated everybody to, to think. And I'm, and I'm not saying world like politics and shit like that, no. I'm saying the lack of self-control, the lack of knowing true self, 
allows for doubt, allows for fear, allows for manipulation of self. These motherfuckers understood themselves on a level above what the rest at that time had understood. Henceforth, Jesus Christ walking on water, raising people from the dead. Henceforth, why still to this day you hear of shit like that happening all over the world. I do believe the Eastern faith, and I don't remember what one, personally right now, there are fucking more and more reports every fucking day of actual documented proof, birth certificates, family records of people living to see 200 fucking years old. Look it up on Google. You'll be astonished what you fucking find. Now the question is, is, do you believe it? All going to, truth is truth no matter what it is. But the only thing that really makes it truth is what you believe truth to be. And that comes from the multi-layered dimension of you. Okay, so everything that I just explained with my life, you know, very quickly, if you will, I was full of hate. That's a level of me. That's one dimension. I'm now full of love. That's one dimension. Now it's not either or. It's both. And I acknowledge both of them. I acknowledge the darkness and the light within me. Because it's within knowing that there is no fucking balance. That's how you create life. That's how life evolves. To squash that whole creation and evolution theory. You can't have one without the other. You know, sharpening knives, that's one layer of me. Now to understand me, why do I like sharpening knives? Well, I had to answer that for myself. And I dated it back to this life. I like survival. I like being out in the elements, out in in nature. I like being able to take nothing and make something But on such a deep level, it's not take a piece of lumber and build a house. It's, I like being in nature and being able to take nothing and have everything. You know, nature provides us with that. We have everything when we walk into the woods. People don't think so because, well, people live in the concrete jungle. And that's even a prejudiced statement all on its own. Basically saying, I don't like the the, the cities. I mean, the cities have their value. You can't have one without the other. I mean, it's as simple as fucking that. So that's one level of me. Now to understand why do I really like uh, knives and sharpening knives. I had to dig and dig and dig and dig and dig to figure out what I really like about it. Okay, other than the, the memories of past lives that I have, which is connecting also why I like knives because I've in past lives liked the same damn thing. But at the core of that, what did I really like about it? What, what, why is that part of my dimensional being? Why, why is that one of my layers? What, what, what is that meant to teach me? That shows me that I've had patience all along and didn't realize it. And the patience grows with every fucking swipe on the stone. That shows me that I have commitment to obtaining and going past standards. I can look at a knife and say, God damn. I need to learn how to sharpen like that because right now in this moment, that is the epitome of being sharp. And I have the the courage to take the time to put forth the commitment to get it to where I can sharpen a knife so beautifully pristine like that. 
but I'm not so limited to think that is the epitome of perfection because perfection doesn't exist. It allows me to keep open to understand I can go beyond that. That's why I like sharpening knives. You see, we are multi-dimensional beings, okay? Prime example, you know, to give everybody an understanding of this, you have your work persona, and then you have your home persona. And then you have your persona of you and your little buddies or you and your little girlfriends going out to the bar. You act a certain way, do a certain thing. Now, I'm not saying you break morals, and I'm not calling you a cheater or anything like that, but what I'm saying is, is it's an entirely kind of different mindset. You're a little bit more easily influenced, or you're not easily influenced. You're a little bit more reserved, a little bit more open. These are things you have to look for in your own fucking layers. But everybody in this life, and we're taught these things from conception. So, the moment... Your daddy's sperm uh, entered your mommy's little egg. And the development of the microorganism at that moment started to be the beautiful motherfucker as you. That's when you started adding these layers to yourself. Okay? And then you come out. So, for example, I'm 33 years old. That's 33 levels that I have about myself. And you say, how does that work, Bear? Well, because at five, I was a certain mindset. I had a certain belief at 5. And then there was fucking 18. I had a different lifestyle at 18. So that's a different level. Okay, I had a different mindset, different emotions. Now at 33, that's completely different than what it was at 5. Okay, that's, that's levels. It sounds complicated. It sounds hard. But bettering your life is only as hard as you make it. And the most beautiful part about it is, is people get so fucked up with the idea of, oh God, to better my life, man, that means i got to sacrifice family and friends and love and sex and money. And it means i got to really put a lot of hard work. No, it has absolutely nothing to do with the fucking material. It has absolutely nothing to do necessarily with anything the fuck around you. It has everything to do with you putting in the courage, the commitment, the discipline to look within yourself. Okay, so to understand yourself, that's when you start digging past these layers. Okay, that's how, that's how self-development done, is done. That's how building confidence is done. You know, I, I put a lot of time after my, my breakup into healing myself. Not only healing from a breakup, how to gain more confidence... But how to understand the psychological aspect of what I was going through and, and how it really impacted my life and, and what I was really doing. Tapping into all of that really allowed me to understand that there are levels of bullshit in my life that I have actually called me, part of me. And it was nothing more than just a, 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 a fucking fallacy. That's all it was. You know, going back to the to the uh, drinking a beer with my brother and him telling me to make friends with the demons, he was kind of on point in a very fucked up, drunken manner that he was. You know, to understand that this rage, this this negative feeling that I had within me, it was me. Okay, that was not a, not just a, a level, but that was me. But that was the only thing I was accepting. I wasn't accepting the love. I wasn't accepting the light. I wasn't accepting the, the beautiful of the positive. And once I started to realize that, I started to learn that you can take a negative and make it positive. You can also take a positive 
and make it negative. But it's, it's the, the beautiful dance in the middle that we live. And that beautiful dance in the middle, if not kept in check, as in you are not self-aware, you then are easily persuaded to believe things that may or may not necessarily be true to your life. You know, for example, I, uh, I left my wife uh, one month after my son's first birthday. I was away for three months. I mean, I, I was done. I told her, I said, you're, you're the one filing. You know, I didn't understand paperwork, and I was intimidated by all kinds of paperwork. So I told her, I said, look, you filing, blah, 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 I'm out. I mean, there was a little bit more to it than that, but that was the base form of it. I was gone for three months, and we started talking about a month and a half after I left. Long story short, we got back together. Um, fuck, I forgot where I was going with that, god damn it. Uh, shit, damn, I just done totally lost my fucking, well, I'll get, I'll figure it out, but a month and a half I was gone, so when I come back, the positive was, I'm going to make this work, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make this work, the negative, to, to try to show you how positive can be a negative, I didn't know who the fuck I was. So the reason I was coming back was I wanted to be part of my son's life. That was the only thing I focused on. Even though that was well intended, and most would argue that that was really fucking good as far as what a today's societal man is supposed to do. Be part of his son's life. Be part of his wife's life. That is actually a really good, noble fucking thing to do. But without self-awareness, it becomes a negative. Okay, I was so focused on only being present within my son's life physically that I wasn't focused on how this was going to impact his life. More importantly, how it was going to impact my life. I did not learn the values that needed to be learned in my life for my own personal growth to actually make the positive stick. That's how that works. Okay, now going back to the negative and how to make it a positive, I felt my entire fucking life I'm just this negative feeling worthless motherfucker, but when it comes to being self-aware, I took that fucking negative and I made it positive. You know, because shortly after those experiences, I really started doing psychedelic research. And by that, I mean, I'm not going to lie, yes, there was mushrooms, there was meth, there was cocaine, there was, um, I guess one would say acid, but I really wouldn't necessarily call it acid, I guess. I mean, there was some gnarly fucking hallucinogenics going on. And it was all based out of something I had heard. And that something I heard was, we have receptors in our brain naturally. We have THC, opioid, and many other different receptors in our brain. So, in a negative way, that impacted my brain and told me, okay, it's okay for me to do drugs. Great, because we got the receptors. Wicked! If I had listened to the rest of that program I was listening to, rather than hearing somebody say, Bear, it's okay for you to do drugs, bro. Go forth and fuck it up. Have fun, brother. 
rather than hearing that, I would have heard, we already have these natural receptors within our brain, but it's our brain's chemicals that mix. You know, it's, it's the alchemy of the, the chemical mixture that creates the, the, the chemical for that receptor to pick up. So there's no actual need to do any form of outside drugs. Now what you do in your extracurricular time or just on your life and time period, it's none of my fucking business. I don't condone the use of anything, period. That's your life. That's your choice. Go forth and make your own fucking choices. Do what the fuck you do, boo-boo. So when I started understanding the psychedelic nature of how I can control my brain. I wanted to understand how I could actually control my brain. You know, there's breath work, there's meditation. And, you know, when you say the word like meditation, people mostly think, oh my God, you got to be like, oh, and fucking, and my cat looked at me like a crazy motherfucker when I said that. <laughs> you know, you got to be sitting with your fucking fingers and cross-legged and Tibetan bowls and shit like, no, fuck no, you realize you fucking meditate throughout the goddamn day and you don't even realize it, yeah, it's called thought process, motherfucker, every time you think you're meditating, okay, so a question to that is, is are you meditating in a positive manner, in a beneficial way to your life, or are you meditating in a very negative, destructive manner towards your life, okay, you, you can meditate on the drive to work, Jamming the fuck out to Slayer, raining blood. Blah. Meditation has absolutely no specific form. Yes, there are variations of specific forms. But in all honesty, meditation, just like truth, is whatever the fuck it is to you. Okay? So I started all of this breath work. And, and yes, I was listening to uh, Tibetan bulls. And I was speaking words of affirmation I was I was all kinds of different stuff so then I started actually having I don't like to call them hallucinations but I started actually having spiritual experiences with no external drug sources it was all from chemically being produced within my mind what that showed me was is it's another level of my existence Okay, that I actually have that kind of control over my body. And literally, I'm going through this like two-month process of this. Like, I, I, I was looking forward to not, well, I was looking forward to every fucking moment. Sleeping or awake, it didn't matter. You know, I could go to work and I could get high. But it wasn't like, ooh, I'm fucking goofy, bro. I'm fucked up. It was the actual depth behind that. It was... You know, for example, THC has a, a certain effect on people. Yes, when you look at the, the strain as far as the plant, the plant has many different variations of uh, effects on the body as far as like it gives you energy, it calms you down, it makes you paranoid. My personal experience, if you got paranoid, that fear is all coming within you. Same thing with a bad trip on acid or LSD or any kind of hallucinogenic drug. You don't see demons, you don't see... God, you don't see anything outside externally. All of those negative, positive, beautiful, hellacious things, they're already inside you, you sexy motherfucker. They're already inside you. So embrace it. Okay, so I spent like two months really researching this. Like using my body, 
like if if I was in the camper, I was fucking oh man, I was on another fucking universe. I mean, it was epic. Food tasted differently. When I say food, like I I would cook dinner, chicken, rice, broccoli, but it wouldn't taste like chicken, rice, or broccoli. Hell, the textures weren't even the same. You know, reading, that became real fucking vivid. It was fucking beautiful. But what it showed me was, all of this stuff I actually had fucking control over. It showed me another beautiful level of power that I have, proving that, yes, God is within me. And if God is within me, then the devil's within me. Now, when you take those two words out of it, God and devil, you you just have the representation of what they are. Okay, so let's use God. We'll use this. Miracles, divine, power, light, love, peace, joy, harmony. Now, when you think of the word devil, evil, murder, destructive, vile, vindictive, you know, maniacal, treacherous, you think of words like that. You yourself set the line of segregation between them when in fact there is no line of segregation. It's literally a chemical reaction to what you want. So if you're in a bad mood, you're thinking bad, you're speaking bad, you're probably doing bad. In essence, you're really tapping into the devil, evil side. Now when you feel happy, you feel love, you feel joyous, you just got laid, it feels so fucking epic. You're, you're treating your kids right, you're buying them presents, you're, you're talking to your mother or father-in-law. Ooh, thing is fucking awesome. You're living in light, love, God, miracles. You see, and it all stems from a thought, okay? A thought, a simplistic thought. That's all it is. To become aware of yourself, that's exactly what you're doing. You, you are playing, not playing, but you're learning metaphysics. You're learning the multi-dimensional person that you are. But what that does is it gives you the beautiful nature of understanding you're not just limited to this fucking job that you hate bitching about. This fucking life that you can't stand and you wish you could do more and better. It gives you the fucking understanding that you can do more. But it doesn't take monumental fucking tasks to do it. It starts literally with just a simple thought process. You know, when I was doing all of this uh, psychedelic research on my, my psychology, on my spirituality, my brother called me up and we got talking about what I had been through at that time. It would have been about two and a half, three years ago. I had went through a life-changing surgery where literally the, before a month before the surgery, the doctor straight out told me, you're probably going to die on the table. But if you don't, we give you three months. But if you make it three months, ain't nobody going to clear you for more than two years. And here I am like going on a year and a half after that. So like kudos to my sexy motherfucking ass. But what I'm trying to point out here is, is he was trying to figure out. He goes, dude, how did you choose to live? You know, was it God? Was it the devil? Was it, you know, drugs? You know, what, 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 what? What was your thought that went into this? And it really opened my mind even more, especially being that I was experimenting with psychedelics. 
internal psychedelics, all of my own chemistry. And it really pointed out that, holy fuck, I've, I've actually changed and altered my fucking life. You know, I'm not saying I'm no goddamn uh, uh, a bigger or better miracle than, you know, you listeners. Fuck, we're all fucking equal. We all have the same goddamn power. You just have to understand this. So when I really started thinking about it, I'm like, fuck, you know, because his, his angle was, dude, the entire medical field of even toenail disease that has nothing to do with your guts. Everybody in the medical field for, for multiple hospitals in Michigan is where I had the surgery. Every fucking person told you, you're a dead motherfucker, accept it and die. How did you go about doing the fucking miraculous? And it all literally come down to a thought. And it was exactly turning a negative into a positive. I accepted death. I knew without a shadow of a doubt I was going to die. It was done. It was over. When I went into the surgery, I was fucking done. That was it. I felt it to my core. I accepted it to my core. I accepted it on every fucking level. You can accept something. Literally, as we drove to the fucking hospital, I felt, fuck, I felt great. I felt great. You know, the world around me, my family, people that knew me, good God, the looks on their faces. It was like they were seeing a ghost. and They hadn't accepted it. Yeah, I remember I was laying on the, on the preparation bed and they had me hooked up and weird. My wrist was tweaked way the fuck back. It almost hurt just so they could get to the, the vein. And then they were fucking doing all kinds of prep. And I remember I was looking at my brother's face and my ma's face. And, and man, I tell you what, I, I felt humbled. I felt humbled. And it had nothing to do with him. It was literally because I knew this was it. I knew it. It was done. It was over. It, 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 I was done. I was dead. And that's when I remembered, holy fuck. Because I, I'd known that, you know, for the past few years. But I had to relive this memory. And I knew I was going to die. And I had accepted it. But I also knew I was going to live. And nobody was going to tell me whether I was going to be done breathing or not. I had accepted to live beyond the surgery, beyond the physical ramifications of what the medical field said I could and could not do. When I woke up from surgery... Like I've told you guys before, I had multiple memories of, there, don't fucking move. Like literally, word for word, doctors and nurses telling me that. Bear, don't fucking move. We will move you. It's not time. Lay the fuck still. And then here I am 12 hours, what was it? No, it was 18 hours after surgery. I did fucking three miles of walking. Not against doctor's orders, but definitely strongly advised not to go that far. I was a completely new human being. And it's not that I was a new human being. It was, I had literally accepted the death of my old self. Because I knew goddamn well that if, if, and there was no fear in this if, if I had the opportunity not the gift from God, not the back deal alley 
you know, fucking deal with the devil. But if, if I had the opportunity to actually come out on the other side, I was going to change my thought process. I was going to be a completely different person, and I did not give two flying fucks what the world said about that. I didn't care how much bullshit I had to go through. I was going to be a completely different fucking person. This, you know, dread and and rage and all that shit, I was done with it. I was done with it. Now, don't get me me wrong. I'm a fucking human being. I, I fucking relapse every goddamn day, every goddamn moment. And when I say relapse, I mean it's that thought process that distracts you from what you really are, what you, who you really are. You know, I got to remind myself every day, I don't just work at an automotive place. I don't just fucking do social media to create a living online. I don't just fucking live in an RV. I'm not confined by these fucking levels of my existence. They are just parts of me. They are not me. I am choosing to have these levels in my life but I have to understand why I'm choosing these levels to be in my life. You see, there's a difference. You know, I know who the fuck I am. Who the fuck are you? Why the fuck are you you? You know, and that goes beyond being defined by a religion or a belief. That goes beyond being defined by a gender. That goes beyond being defined by any fucking definition of this fucking world. But the only one that can know the answer is you. That answer doesn't come from God. It's not manipulated by the devil. It literally comes from you. All too many people on this fucking planet are scared shitless to actually answer that question. Who the fuck am I? But it's easy to get distracted because, well, I work at an automotive place. I'm a dad. Or I'm a mom. Or I'm this, or I'm that. Okay, yes, but beyond that, what are you? Okay, at its core, why are you that way? People don't like digging that far because what happens is you literally realize you've believed in a God that you don't believe in. Or you believe in a political view that you really don't fucking believe in. You believe in something or you know something that has been your life's truth for your entire fucking life. And now all of a sudden you are the only one telling you that it's not what you believe in or have faith in anymore. You can't point a finger at somebody and say, how fucking dare you mock the God that I believe in? How fucking dare you take that political stance against me? Who the fuck are you? You can't do that no more. Because you're literally left at the root core of yourself. And you have to answer yourself. Why do I believe in this faith? Why have I spent so much time in this? But that's where being humbled and having empathy for yourself and having forgiveness for yourself and understanding that there is no right and there is no wrong. You know, for example, I accepted and I forgave myself for falsely believing and falsely fearing a religion and forming a hatred towards it for the you know duration of my entire fucking life to that present moment all based on shit that was around me. I just was willingly led to believe 
And even when I started supposedly forming opinions and thoughts and truths on my own, accepting things on my own, I forgave myself because it wasn't necessarily something that was benefiting my future. All it was doing was adding another level of self-deceit. Okay? You look at knife sharpening. I liked knife sharpening, but when I started digging, I had to understand that it was, in my mind, a manly thing to do. And this is what men know how to do. So to make myself presentable as a man, I can dig into something manly. That was one of the drives to do it. You see, when you start asking these things about yourself, it's difficult because, yes, things like hallucinogenics and and fucking psychology and faith and all these things come into play, but they also go right out the fucking window, both at the same fucking time. And it's hard to actually say what's one way or the other because we, from even conception, are taught you have to rely on somebody else. And who better to rely on than God? Who better to fear than the devil when you really don't believe it? I'm not saying God's wrong. Like I said, I mean, fuck, I believe in the ultimate power. But I also believe that ultimate power is me. It comes from within me. I believe my life as a whole could be very fucking evil. I have a past that fucking proves that. Everybody has a past that proves that. It doesn't mean you were out doing drugs and whoring around and breaking into houses and doing illegal activity. That literally just means you weren't doing the shit that was most beneficial to you for your development of understanding yourself to then, of course, create a better future. My question to you, all of you, all of you beautiful, beautiful motherfuckers out there, who the fuck are you? It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Who the fuck are you? Don't answer that question based on the opinions of anybody or any thoughts around you. Who the fuck are you? Be honest with yourself. You have absolutely nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Your life will continue to be the same it is now. If you answer that question. Or, if you answer that question honestly for yourself, you'd be surprised at how immaculately better your life gets. And you use your imagination. You put your own projections into how you think your life would be better from that. I absolutely love you guys. I truly appreciate your guys' time. I truly appreciate... Yeah, now we're speaking in tongues. I truly appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to listen to me. It truly... It's a very humbling experience. And like I said, I love looking forward to seeing all that you guys do on social media. Each time somebody makes their presence known with a follow, a comment, a like, no matter the social platform, believe me, I check your social platforms out, you know. That's what it's all about, supporting each other, being part of each other's lives, and in the big picture of things, just the energy. I love you guys. You guys have an epic, epic fucking day. Be awesome and stay awesome.